Hey guys, welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. It's me, Alex Whiteley. Um, hope you're all well. Uh, welcome to this show. Um, I am today speaking to Vince Dovey from um, Shropshire ITC. Now, Vince has actually been on the show before, but you will not know it because um, we did a show, oh gosh, it must have been back in August, something like that, uh, maybe July even. Um, and uh, I, think, we, I think it was July, yeah. About July. Uh, we recorded a show together and um, i got to explain, right? So every two months, what I tend to do is I, I, I back up everything that I ever make, you know, everything that I've, even from right from the beginning, from the my early thoughts, kin days, my first logos from the first shows that I put together, it's all safe and hard drive. Now, what I did was um, I, I backed everything up um, and then all the other bits kind of get sort of removed and I accidentally removed Vince's uh, interview that we did. So... It disappeared. So I'm very, very sorry, Vince, that we, that happened. But I'm so glad that we got you here today to to redo this. Uh, how have you been? You be good? Yeah, yeah, not too bad at all. It's a bit of a weird time, but you know, it, what can you do? It is. Since the last time we've spoken, uh, we've come out of lockdown. Uh, and then we've gone back into another lockdown. Um, I, you know, and last time we spoke, so we need to talk about sort of like what you got, what you guys were doing um, to help people. Uh, during the uh, the pandemic with the apps that you were putting together and the successes of them? Well, yeah, we, I think last time we spoke, it was just as we were coming out yes. of uh, the first lockdown. Yes. Um, and we were, we were speaking to uh, pubs and cafes and, and churches, weirdly, um, about how they could safely walk back through the door and, and start earning a crust again. Um, and we decided as a business what we were going to do is we built a, a free app that would uh, enable people to uh, track and trace, yes, uh, stick with the obligations that the government have put in place, um, and also enable them to offer for pubs and cafes table service and for churches uh, to enable people to, uh, at a distance, place their either orders or prayers or, or whatever they needed to do. So, um, yeah, and you, you yeah was, we, it was just starting off as a, as a bit of, you kind of pioneered, pioneered this with yourselves and a few others. Um, and it was, uh, if the small group of people that you were doing it with, it was proving quite successful. So you were going on to sort of advance things and how, how has things gone since then for you? Well, it, it, it worked well. Um, we, we helped probably if you count, them all together, probably about a hundred odd establishments. Wow! Um, up and down the country, uh, within uh, a month or so, uh, the government started getting their act together a little bit more and uh, putting their own track and trace systems in, which was great. Um, and so, people decided that you know, did they need ours or could they go straight to the government? But that was always going to be the case. It was there as a stopgap. And there to, to to help people out. It wasn't a wasn't a money making venture on our part. It was just to to try and help while while people were finding their feet. Yeah, because that's what we talked about last time. Is that it was more of a a goodwill thing from you to try and help businesses sort of move on and and, and continue trading safely. Um, uh, I, I guess does that does that goodwill create um, more more of a relationship with people that you work with? You know, because you're not in it to make, like you said, you're not in it to make millions. You probably could have. You probably could have made loads of money on it, but you, you chose not to. You chose to help. Well, at the risk of sounding um, a little cuddly and uh, and nice. <laughs> Nothing wrong with cuddly um, on the shoes of biscuit. We like cuddly. <laughs> I decided that um, there's a lot of people out there who uh, were really struggling, weren't sure how they were going to get back on their feet. Um, we've touch wood. We've managed to to weather the storm. We've got some great customers. We've picked up a few more customers. We've lost a few on the way, um, but it was a conscious decision from me and the lads that you know that there were times to make money, and there were times to actually put a little bit back. Um, and yeah, we've got we've got some good relationships out of it. Um, we've helped uh, a few businesses uh, out. But it, it it gave me the opportunity to sit back and say, okay, if I'm doing all right, what else can I do to to help? So we we had the the pub and the church, uh, but we've also tried to carry it on. 
<laughs> but now we've tried to sit there and say what else can we do to 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 help people. Um, so the last four or five months have been trying to come up with ideas where, uh, yeah, I've got to run a business, I've got to put food on the table, I've got obligations to my lads, but also what else we can do to to help people who are struggling a little bit more than we are. Well, that's the thing though, isn't it? You know, when, when you create an idea um, that other people can use and it's got your, I mean, did it have the, the Shropshire ITC name attached to it, even though you've given it yeah, yeah. free? So that, that's it. I mean, you, you're, you're promoting your business by by pioneering an, an idea that's helped others. Um, so what you've done effectively is you've, you've told people who you are, what you do and how great you can do it. So, I mean, that's a, it's a great model. Yeah, I mean, I, I won't argue. It's, you know, it, there's a marketing side to it and i'm not going to shy away from that um no you need to own that absolutely and, need to own that but sometimes it's nice also to uh you have to get over a little bit of confusion from people when they say well okay how much what's in it for you what you're doing it for and you have to try and explain and explain and explain actually no when i say it's free it's <laughs> it's free yeah <laughs> um but no, it, and, and other guys have done it uh, i love the fact that um some of the business we businesses we touch base with, some of the businesses are here about in Shrewsbury. There's a lot of people out there doing a lot of good, good stuff, yeah, uh, and and helping. Um, and I, I don't know whether we're unique in that. I doubt it, but it does give a nice little glow when you. I, uh, I always you see businesses out there. I always say it's something in the water. Something we had um, Andy O'Brien, the singer, come on our show a while ago, and he was saying like, "I know Andy. Yeah, Andy's a great guy. He's a great guy. Went he to is. see, went to see a show on the last. It was like literally the last night of lockdown. I think was it last. Mm-hmm. It was the last night before lockdown. Um, and we went to his show, and we were like, "Thank God we got that in before we went back into lockdown." But um, <laughs> he was talking on our show about sort of like goodwill and sort of like he was doing this music in his shed, and so just to keep people happy, really, just to just to keep pe- things going. Yeah. And um, you know, he felt bad about other musicians, other artists, pubs, all these sort of things that that couldn't make money on on trade and things. Um, and I will say, it's, it's definitely something in the seven. There's got to be some something in the water because, you, like, you, like you said, this right. There's a lot of a lot of good vibes of goodwill and and uh innovation as well lots of people doing kind of amazing new ideas um so yeah you, you're definitely uh you're definitely part of that <laughs> i believe well one of the, one of the things uh without wishing to blow smoke up here one of the things that helps in places like shrewsbury is guys like yourself who are giving people a platform to actually say what they're doing giving people a platform to to help them innovate, help them offer services, help them do what Andy's doing with his music in the shed. I mean, Andy's got a history of helping people out, um, but maybe it's a little less quiet now because he's got people like yourselves and others who can, who can blow their trumpet a little bit. Well, what I saw with, with the biscuit and, and like one of the, one of the, the, the the constant sort of factors into to why the show I think has been uh, successful is because they synergized all the local radio stations. You've got BBC Radio Shropshire here, but when it comes to like free radio or, or all these other radio stations that were, were local, I mean, it was Beacon FM before, then it went to free radio and, yeah. and it turned into this synergy of kind of nationwide shows, this web of just like, it's not local anymore. It's not local. It's not at all. Uh, and I think what we're doing at The Biscuit is we're offering that we're at, what what you were getting uh with those local radio stations was local information you don't get that anymore this is where the pe- people at the biscuit step into um and, and you know we want to advance that into sort of uh sort of areas around shropshire we want we want to try and ex- expand the biscuit into being something that's local everywhere you know we could have a, a telford biscuit we could have a, <laughs> a bridge north biscuit we could have whatever you know and we can we can do move it's because it's 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 all about it that's what it's all about it's offering a service to people um and, and like yourself um th- there's no i'm not making any money off this <laughs> I'm, I'm it's not a business i mean we are a business we're not a business we're we're a cic now but that, that's because we need funding yeah. we need we need the, the tools to sort of grow as a business um but there's no like i'm, I'm never going to be rolling up in mercedes and uh you know uh, <laughs> rolex watches because of it not at all but to be honest with you there's the last what is it when did we go to lockdown march the last eight months or so mm. I think they've recalibrated a lot of people, uh, and you know it's it's not about 
working 18 hours a day to get another Rolex or working 18 hours a day to get another flash car. Mm. It's about, to a certain extent, hunkering down. It's, it's about working out what's important. And whether it's guys like yourself, whether it's, you know, the small efforts we're making, whether it's, you know, the great efforts that other businesses are making, it's the hope is that when we come out of this, we don't forget. We don't forget that, you know, if I can sit there and help another business out and then they can then go and help another business out and then the, the, the ripple effect, then, yeah, maybe it will come back round to me in the end. Mm. But if it doesn't, we've got a wealthier town, mm. we've got a better town, we've got a, a more caring We've got town. a better connected town as well. We've got a town that, mm. that will communicate via Zoom, uh, that, that there's lots of new sort of neighbourhoods, sort of groups appearing on Facebook, people that can be, communicate about problems, issues, people that need help in an area. Um, uh, I've seen a lot of that. I mean, I've got a couple of friends that straight off, uh, as soon as the, the hoarding started, um, there was um, a Shrewsbury help group. Um, and it, 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 there's, there's a few of these groups that will just be like, okay, uh, there's there's a shop here that there's somebody here that needs help with uh, the things and they were dropping off food parcels and there were people offering to go shopping for elderly people and there mm-hmm. was there was just there was just a, this real urge to sort of help people so like you said we're going to come out of this and we're going to be this 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 I mean yes there are some negative things going on at the moment especially politically um, there there are, there are some incredible challenges that are being met by people but at the same time in amongst all that at the baseline of all that there is this community that is well connected and are willing to help each other, which I think is fantastic because, and like you said, business owners, especially, especially business owners, all those businesses up the cop in Shrewsbury, um, the, 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 the train stores in the markets, uh, all these independent traders are never going to forget this time because there are, there are times when people have just helped each other, especially when it comes to promotion, because, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, a few years ago, when, when it came to promotion, it was all about, look at my business and look what I can do. And now that's changed to look what we can do. Here's my friend that also does something similar, you know, and that's really nice to see, I think. Well, there's, there's a great, uh, there's been an understanding that my success doesn't have to mean your failure. Mm. You know, a, a, actually, if I take the cop as an example, if I can get footfall down the cop, as take uh, the, the cafe on the cop, wonderful place. I love that place. Um, I want to get them on the show because uh, just just to sample their cakes, really. I just want to be like, <laughs> invite them on the show. Be like, yeah, bring cake, bring cake, absolutely. Uh, make that a requirement. Absolutely. Um, but those guys, <laughs> they're, they're active on social media. But there's a knock-on effect for Oberon. There's a knock-on effect for the other shops down the cop. Mm-hmm. You get people travelling down there, and you know that they will spend their money in the cop. But it doesn't have to be, you know, you spent a fiver in there, that's that's out of my pocket. It's not, it's not, hopefully, it's not going to be like that. Mm. Um, and it, 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 again, it's, um, I've got to be careful what I'm saying now because uh, it, it, it's not finalised. But we're working on a, we're trying to work on a project at the moment that will uh, create a loyalty and a stickiness for customers to go to small independents to go to uh to shy away perhaps from the chains and go to the smaller companies and smaller yeah. businesses yeah. um and when we came up with the idea uh and it's still in the draft stage but when we came up with the idea um i spoke to a couple of people uh that i know in birmingham and they said right you need to monetize this you need to do this you need to do that you make a fortune out of it you'll do hang on Alternatively, I can make a living out of it, but I can I can sell it to smaller shops or independent retailers, um, and you know I'll make a, a drink out of it, and it will help them. Mm. Um, and that raised a few eyebrows, but actually, long term, a lot of my businesses, a lot of my customers are in Shrewsbury. I live in Shrewsbury. I go shopping in Shrewsbury. If the town ain't there. If the shops aren't there, then, you know, it, it, it impacts my business, but it also impacts my quality of life for my family. I think I, I, I just got a feeling that as soon as, I mean, I've got every faith that this pandemic is going to go away. People are saying, no, we'll never go back to the name, not saying normal, but I believe, I believe that this, there will be a solution. Um, and 
everything will will just sort of open up again you know maybe gradually i don't know but i I do believe that maybe in a year's time a maximum the world will open again and when it does everybody's sitting there like a coiled spring right now you know there may be people really struggling right now businesses closing and people you know being really hurt by this but as soon as the world opens again you're going to open up your palm and that spring is just going to go bam like the like there'll be shops opening there'll be events wanting to run the biggest events ever like in the history um there's just going to be people talking about things um it's going to be incredible um and so like you know ideas like yours if we can divert all that attention to to independence and um and to uh you know things that are local uh, and then we have like systems that are all around all around the UK. Then yes, we can we can squeeze out those those big chains. That I mean, I, I'm not going to attack places like Tesco and Marks and Spencers and things like yeah. that, because, but because um, they are essential for the economy. But at the same time, um, it's nice to it's not, it's not. I don't like it when they kind of uh, they, they they do damage to the high streets and things because that's that's. Uh, that's that's a Shrewsbury way of life. That's the Telford way of life. That's the, the you know all these surrounding towns, Wrexham, uh, Chester, whatever. That's the lifeline, isn't it? You know, that's the important part. Well, it's it, we'll keep going back to it. I think as and when we do get out of this, <clears throat> the, the the positives are yeah, you've got this pent up demand, you've got this pent up need to have a bit of joy in your life and a bit of. Um, bit of fun back in your life. But if we can harness, if people can remember that the lady two doors down is a bit infirm and maybe needs someone to go and get her a pint of milk and a loaf of bread occasionally, the the woman down the street can't get uh, over to the other side of town for an appointment, maybe if we can maintain that and keep helping people and keep that sort of community spirit then not only will we come out of it with this pent-up uh demand but we'll also come out of it with perhaps a nicer community a nicer you know walk down the street and it's without getting all truman show about it but walk down the street and be a you know give a nod to your neighbor yeah. as opposed to having <laughs> lived there for eight years and never spoken to them well um, the other thing you go on, go on. sorry the, the other thing that you did say that i, I found is uh, we've been approached by four people in the last, I don't know, six, eight weeks who have been at home for six months and uh, have had time to think of ideas, had time to think of, I've always wanted to do that and I've always wanted to try that. I've got this great idea for a website or an app or um, a business idea or a, a society societal good um, and they've now got the time to draw these out uh, uh, and and scope them. Uh, and maybe, you know, there's an element of, sorry, what have I got to lose? Mm. You know, and so I've got three or four uh, uh, people who've come to me and said, right, this is an idea. What do you think? Um, and one of the things that I've, I've done with these people is sit down and say, well, okay, let's plan it. Let's scope it out. Let's see what we can do. Let's, you know, you you can go and get an app built in Birmingham for 20 grand, but let's see how we can do it for an awful lot less. And let's see whether there are, there are ideas that could, you know, they won't, they won't be in the next Facebook or Uber or or Spotify, but they might just be an idea that gives someone a, a bit of a living weirdly one two three four of them are all uh ideas that benefit people either green uh green covering the green ideas uh one of them's a safety app that i've been working on for for women traveling on their own or young people traveling on their own one of them's um about helping out independent shops None of them are, right, I want to charge 300 quid a month for someone to download a game or something like that. They're all, I want to help people, I want to help, I want to help. Mm. And I think it's it's lovely. And I'll tell you who is really good at helping out with that, the guys at the university. 
Trees yeah, University. That definitely um, surprised me. They're an amazing bunch of guys. I think I think uh, Mr. Kirkbright there at the university has got a, a great um, a great mind. Uh, whenever I see him, he's always really happy to see me, and he's always encouraging locals to to sign, kind of come up with these. Amazing well, you got you got guys like Paul. Paul's fantastic. It's amazing. I love him. A- absolutely nice wonderful guy. But it, I've done a bit of work with um, uh, the Digital Solutions team yes and they they help startups and they help people take ideas out um and uh nikki ayton and verity and guys like that they're they're passionate they're passionate about helping take ideas out of people's heads mm. and, and turning them into to businesses and they love the fact that it's local they love shrewsbury they love all that kind of stuff um so I yeah think- the, the, the future is positive i think one of the, the great examples of how you, you take something that's local and you start sort of pepper pottering it into becoming something that could possibly become that uh, national, you know, is, is Kevin from zoom, zoom food. Um, like mm. amazing guy. I spoke to him, like he was doing the driving festivals with Beth and the, the Shropshire festivals team. And, um, you know, he was saying I'm out of pocket doing this, like, cause he was running food to people's cars during the festival. It was amazing to see. Um, but what I've seen is like a new Facebook group pop up for, zoom in in telford zoom in oswald street zoom so all these little bits and they're all got their own individual apps and things you know so it's it's a great thing to see but it, it just goes to show that it, it can be done it can be done and um you know even during these trying times i mean i know that uh takeaway food is what the one thing that's carried on throughout this whole it's been the one constant you can still order a pizza you can still get your chinese takeaway and get delivered to your door because can't really go out to get it can you uh let's be honest no, <laughs> <clears throat> no I, I i think you're right and i think it's it's ideas like zoom ideas all manner of ideas they are scalable but people are understanding that you know build it nurture it local get it right local get a good reputation local and then you can pick it up and take the same model over to Oslo street or welshpool or wrexham or wherever around the country you want to take it uh, and people aren't now relying on right i need a hundred thousand pound to build it i need two million pounds to advertise it i need a national splash immediately um and you, you mentioned something earlier about politics and i think there's a yes they've got a role to play yes they've got to control the pandemic and all that kind of stuff but they're becoming not irrelevant but people are just getting on with their lives, almost independent of politicians. And they're, they're, they're just saying, like, sorry, you know, I'm in this mess. I've got to get out of it. And the way I'm going to get out of it is I'll, I'll, I'll work with my neighbour, I'll work with the business down the road and whatever. And I think that's, that's pleasing. It is nice. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, with, with politics, hard to know what's, uh, exactly what's going on because things are changing so much all the time, aren't they? Um, uh, what I was going to talk about was, um, I mean, like, are you talking about nurturing and growing a business before it gets too big and, and not trying to jump through uh, too many hurdles to, to expand too quickly, right? I mean, that's that's the important part about business is making sure you can uh, sort of walk before you can run sort of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Don't try and just try and move too quickly. I mean, like, for example, right, this is a metaphor. I always do this, okay? This is, people that listen to the business, are kind of aware of how i do things i kind of i I, uh talk about a bit about my own life to sort of fit into the the subject okay so i'm i'm an admin on a massive podcast group called the no rules podcasting group right it was a real honor to be asked to be an admin for them but they've kind of uh, witnessed my genius i guess they kind of (laughs) realize that i can grow something and i can make something and i've got good morals when it comes to it um and i've I've started a debate this morning about um these people that do a like for like and a share for you if you've got a podcast or a band or anything like you'll see these um where you try and get encouraged people to like your Instagram. And I did try one. I tried one a couple of weeks ago. It was a local one. It was like, if you like uh, 15 Instagram pages and then share it and change the name and we can get around, that's an extra 700 followers. And I thought, okay, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it as an experiment because I'm always telling people not to do these sort of things. And I got two people that like my Instagram page and it was, um, it was a failed experiment. But like the point I'm trying to make is, is people will not listen okay so like when you when it comes to creating um, a, a podcast or a band or 
or a business, uh, you are not going to get far by just having lots of likes on your page of people that sit there and do nothing and have Facebook. You mean you build apps, you understand how algorithms work. If you've got a thousand people on your Facebook page that aren't interacting with what you do, Facebook will push you to the bottom of the pile because that's not how algorithms work. Yeah. You know, that's a very small percentage of people that's interacting with your group. Now, I, I try to explain to people why this is really bad um, and people do not listen. <laughs> you've got to look at no. The, the, the 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 things that take time and suddenly grow success a success after two years after three years um now when we look at the um how things are at the moment and how they can be and how they will be when the world opens it's going to be those businesses that have taken time to to learn the ropes to do kathy on the cop for example you brought them up earlier amazing um but what they've done is rather than be like let's make big money Let's make big money and let's, oh yeah, we can expand, we can grow. What they've done is they've looked at the community and they, they've, they've been offering things to the community and building up that name and letting people know about. And it's the same with yourself. You know, you're rolling out an app that you're not really making money on um, to expand, let people know what you are capable of. Now, you will not see the benefits of that now, but come two years down the line, they'll be like, do you remember Vince made that app and it was really successful? I think we should go to him for this big corporate gig. Like, I mean, because he knows what he's doing. That is the beauty of taking your time and really slowly nurturing what you're doing because um, it, it's not about money. It's about showing people what you can do. That kind of makes sense. I think there's, there's two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's two things there. One, and I just wrote it down. Good morals. If you're, if you're happy with what you're putting out there, Take your podcast, for example. If you if you had uh, the best PR in the world, you had two good episodes and 86 episodes, then people will quite quickly work out that, you know, oh, there's no point going back there. But if you sit there and you churn out good quality, decent entertainment, episode after episode after episode, you'll build a following. You, and if you are honest about what you do, you're not uh, you're not batting above your weight. You're not sitting there saying, you know, I'm going to be the next this. This is what I do, and people will, will come to it. But the people who come to it will stick with it. The people who come to it will sit there and appreciate what you do, appreciate everything you add. And then they will turn around and say, I'm, I'm a big believer in thing. Take a cafe, for example. Um, you can go out and you could profiteer in these times. And you might have three or four months where you make five grand a week profit. Or you can make a grand a week profit for in, forever in a day, look people in the eye, and have the, the ability to, to walk down the street with your head held high. Financially, it's better for you. Morally, it's better for you. Reputationally, it's better for you. It's not about a quick buck. It's about, can I go to bed at night knowing that I have done for that customer or that customer or that customer or that community the best I can? Yeah. And, and, you know, I've, 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 worked in, I've worked in London, I've, as you can tell. Um, I've worked for businesses where I've, been paid a, a decent chunk of change. And I found that I was spending all that chunk of change in forgetting work when I got out of it because I was stressed, I wasn't enjoying it, I was wasting money on this, that and the other because, you know, I was trying to justify why I was doing it. Was I happy? Nah, not even close. Mm. So to do something that actually I enjoy, to do something that I can see the benefits of and also the challenge let's take you for example you've taken an idea created a brand created a podcast and built it up as you say it's not at the moment it's not uh, th th there's no Mauritius holiday every three weeks but <laughs> you're comfortable with what you've done the challenge is there you've accepted the challenge and you've built something and that, 
that creates to me that creates a sense of pride it does and uh, i think i think it it, it, it it all depends on how long you want to be doing it for i imagine because like like you said right if you if you drain you like you know imagine it like a water reservoir you know if you're really really thirsty you could drink a whole reservoir in a month right or you could ration it out and make it last a lifetime and i, I i'm in this for the long haul right i'm in this for for probably the rest of my life if i can like i'd be amazing to still be doing the, the shoes biscuit in, in in like 30 years i'd love to be doing something like that if i'm still alive in 30 years but you know i mean <laughs> and like i do think the biscuit is worth um as a concept for for something the, the bigger image that i've got the the biscuit is worth is worth something it's worth a lot more than what it is now, but I'm not going there yet. I, I need to, we need to nurture what we've got and we need to um, really sort of take our time and sort of let people know who we are and what we can do. And I am happy with what we've done. I'm never going to claim to be an expert in business. Absolute opposite. I have never owned a bit. Uh, this is my, the, the first company I've owned and it's a, it's a freaking podcast, you know, um, <laughs> but at the same time, at the same time, I love to, I love to learn off people and I've learned off, uh, you know, I've, I've spoke to some amazing people that have, that have gone out there and, and, and made something of themselves. And I've, le- I have, I've, I've taken a leaf out of their book of a, a few people, you know, uh, and morals. The yeah, are important. Sorry, go on. That's the smart thing. It's not, Oh, don't get me wrong. I'm not a, a you know. I, I've still got to keep my my ever growing lad in new trainers and my daughter in <laughs> whatever the hell it is this week that she's into. Um, so I'm not adverse to making a buck, mm. but it, it 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 should be a a byproduct of being proud of what you're doing. And if you're proud of what you're doing, it will come. I, I genuinely believe that it it will come. But with you, you've got this great idea, this great product, and you're right. There is no reason why there can't be a Telford or an Oswestry or a, 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 a Wrexham or a Chirk or wherever you want to do it. And that's the beauty of something that you're not you're not sitting there going, right, I've had two good sessions, so now I'm going to set up 14 different locations. So you're going, well, I'll take my time, I'll enjoy it, mm. um, and then we'll see where we go. But yeah, I think that there's 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 an idea there, but I mean, uh, when it when it comes to um, Shropshire ITC and what you guys do, okay, so yeah, um, how long how long have you guys been doing it for, and what would like what are things like pre COVID compared to now? There's two questions. There. We've been doing it <laughs> ten years. Ten years. Um, the pre COVID, fine, nice business, making a bit of money. Uh, looking after customers, big and small, man working out of shedding back garden through to <laughs> business with 70, 80 employees. Um, so, yeah, anything from IT support, hardware, or band phone lines, that, that kind of the full gamut of IT. Um, we started dipping into programming projects um, and uh touching on apps before lockdown uh then the first two weeks of lockdown so the last week of march and the first week of april we had a uh, it was hectic because everyone decided they wanted to work from home uh, they've got to be set up and all that kind of stuff just like my we wife then had, <laughs> <clears throat> exactly um we then had uh a couple of months where it was hard. We had a few clients go bump on us because they shut their doors and their income just died overnight. Wow. We've had a few clients who have come to us and said, um, we need to talk about costs. We need to talk about this, that, and the other because if I can't reduce my costs, I'm going to have to go bump. So I've had to make a decision on that and I don't want to see anyone go bump, so we take a haircut. Um, but hopefully we keep the customer. And hopefully the customer stays in business. Um, but increasingly, um, we've had people come to us, partly because I've got a good relationship with the uni. I do some work with uh, their students, their business students, giving them projects and project ideas to do, to you know, hypothetical projects to say, right, okay, what would you do in this instance? How would you oh, build nice. it up? How would you market it? Um and through their contacts, through digital solutions, contacts, through Crest, through word of mouth, 
through the fact that I'm a I'm people who know me consider me a gobby so and so who will offer my opinion if asked. Um, and so we've had a, a number of projects where people have come to us and said, "Look, I've got an idea with a drawing of a lines about what it is. What can we do?" Um, and at the time, I sit there and say, "Right, okay, well, we'll try that. Maybe this works. Maybe that works." There the, are the four or five businesses out there now who have uh, we've worked with that have come up with ideas during lockdown that we're, we're taking those ideas and um, got one who had a, a, an idea for a business um, that was very small scale. Uh, we've now worked with them, building an app for them, putting them in contact with a few people and the businesses. It's the nub of it's the same, but the, the market has changed. Why not look there instead of there? Why not change the model slightly? Mm. Um, and yeah, I'll, I'll get business out of it. I'll get work out of it, but also it's, uh, it's nice to be able to help. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, I've the amount of emails I'm getting through now weekly about people that have written a book or started a business or, or started something new during lockdown is, 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 a uh, it's quite, it's quite interesting actually. It is really I think what it does, I think it shows that there's a, there's a lot of people who have, have got jobs to exist historically. Yeah. yeah. And they've got this un, untapped either creative side or entrepreneurial side or whatever it may be. And now maybe they've had a bit of time and they're sitting there thinking, do you know, if I don't do it now, will I ever do it? And <laughs> there were, there were ways and means of getting your, your business off the, off the ground it, that aren't prohibitively expensive, mm. aren't difficult. If you've got people who can, can assist you, uh, and offer a bit of guidance and it, it's not just me, there's loads of blokes out there, doing it. loads of people out there, sorry, doing it who can you know approach them with an idea um and they'll they'll help comes back to shrewsbury something in the seven i think you said yeah there is definitely <laughs> i think it's true man it's true um <laughs> uh, and um you know when it, when it comes to I think people that are running community projects i mean i spoke to karen from art alive who um bring flicks in the sticks they they, they bring movies um <laughs> royal ballet uh, uh, shows and they, they 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 basically turn like a town hall into a cinema so that locals can see uh something of the arts industry without having to track into town it's beautiful it's great but obviously they can't open the community center so they're looking for solutions uh you know digital solutions there you go uh to for, to, to you know, um, invite people to watch things via their devices at home, etc. Um, do you think there's going to be a quite? Uh, there's going to be more of that soon. Um, obviously, the cinemas are going to find it really hard to sort of come back. Um, we're going to be paying seven pound a bag of popcorn instead of three pound fifty now. Um, <laughs> I imagine it's going to be really I hard. Think, I think these are these are the these are the challenges that people, the big businesses, um, will face. Mm. That people, that there's people out there that have come up with innovative solutions, mm. like flicks and sticks, um, that people enjoy. People prefer, you know, if I'm on a fixed budget and it's going to cost me forty quid to take my family to the cinema for an hour and a half, or I can go down the village hall and pay, I don't know, four pound each or something. <clears throat> and bring my own suites and, and sit next to my neighbours and all that kind of stuff. It's going to take a lot to get people back through those doors. But I think there are, I mean, I help out. I'm, we're quite lucky here. I've got one of my lads who runs uh, youth football teams. Okay. One of my lads is quite, um, works for the street pastors um, and works, uh, does a lot of work for his local church. Um I help out with the Cubs and the Beavers and the, and the Scouts. There's a lot of people out there that very quietly go about doing community work. And they've come up with some – we, we, we had a virtual camp uh, in May for VE Day. Um, nice. and I think there were 80 kids 
camping in their back gardens, all zooming into each other, all chatting. We had campfires. And we had- How did that work for you guys, the, the virtual camp? Because I quite like that. I mean, my, you suck, guys. I think that would be maybe not with Tom at the moment. He's in Vermont. It's starting to snow. Uh, but <laughs> maybe in the summer next year, it's starting to... Yeah, that might be a bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to die. Yeah, no. I mean... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you asked how it worked. Um, do you want the honest answer? Was it, was the, it a nightmare? Uh, the, the honest answer, it worked with a, a tremendous amount of gin um, and not a lot of sleep. But we just, thanks, um, got a cup of tea. Um, the uh, Each group logged on. We had um, uh, an inn where we all went uh, campfire songs. We had a, a campfire going. The younger ones hived off at a certain time, then the 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 cubs and then the scouts and then fade up, all chatting, uh, swapping ghost stories, bearing the Jesus out of each other. Then we'd all get together in the morning, all cook breakfast together. Uh, then we all went off in different sections, had challenges, you know, up and down the street or in the back garden or or, or whatever. And then we'll meet for lunch, we'll meet for dinner, and then we we do what we call strike the camp on the Sunday in their tents and everyone sort of stands there and little awards are given out. But it was, it, I mean, it's a lot of work from the volunteers. Yeah. Um, great fun. Um, and we've run, so we've got, I've got two Zoom meetings tonight. We run Zoom meetings every week that we can't meet um, because the kids love it. Seems uh, great when you get it to work, really right? enjoy. That's <laughs> <is> great. <laughs> I'm if you saying get that to work and don't delete stuff, then it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, today, all, uh, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> work, it's working in bits today, which is great. Which is we're getting somewhere, I guess. Um, but that's the kind of world we're, we're going it going into now. But I mean, you know, uh, I guess with with everybody moving to the, that virtual sort of online presence, does that help you as a business? Because obviously, that's what you guys do. That's your domain, right? It. Once people bed down and once people get over their initial fear of technology or um, mm. doing what my father does, which is press buttons very fast, very hard, whilst cursing at the keyboard, yes. once you get over that, it's a fantastic tool. Um, and I, I, I speaking to a, a, a mate of mine who works in Telford, um, and he's been at home since February. Um, and they've got a 500 seat office in Telford and the bosses are seriously considering downsizing to 150, 200 seat office and just having people in once or twice a week on a rotation because some people are enjoying working from home. Some people uh, thrive, not for everyone, but some people are very productive. They're saving money. They're not traveling. The, the, the CO2 hit for the, uh, the environment's lessened so i think it just i don't think it's a, a panacea but i think it offers options for people yeah and i don't i found with i found with my clients excuse me i found with my clients there's if a year ago i said oh there's no one in the office my dad's working from home then you would have people would have raised eyebrows and maybe now it's just, yeah, fine no problem you know, can you put me through? Can you get them to call me? Can you <clears throat> can you get them dialed into my system and, and sort out my printer or whatever? It may at be? the end of the day, it's a phone and a laptop, right, or a phone and a PC. Like, the, the, what's, yep. what's the difference between where where the location is? I mean, I'm going to start seeing all these empty offices somewhere. I'm after just a room that I can put a studio in. I'm going to start seeing empty office blocks everywhere, and I'm like. I just want a room like you know it's going to be so uh, heartbreaking to see I think to be honest with you I think in a in a little while it will be will be a glut of stuff on the market um, for people like yourself who want the flexibility just to turn around and say you know I, I want to spend that amount of money each month mm. you know the fancy cafeteria or a communal room or anything I want a room that I can put a studio in yeah. Um, so fingers crossed. Biscuit Studios. Do you know what I've written? My my got my 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 dream would be the the Ghostbusters Firehouse. 
That would be my ideal. That'd be Biscuit <gasps> Studios for me. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> woo, woo. On the pole. Uh, only... <laughs> yeah, I think it may be at the interview when you're looking to take on a property. If you mention you want a pole in the middle of the office, they might they might take the wrong idea. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I mean, knowing mm. some of my uh, my biscuitiers actually, I was going to say the Yusuf guys, but biscuitiers. Shane, I know he can shake his uh, shake his thing. Um, <laughs> so well, well, there you go. Then stick a pole in. <laughs> uh, what, what's uh, what's twenty twenty one going to look like for you guys? I mean, I know it's hard. So you can't project a lot, but this is a really, really weird thing. I think uh, my gut feel is we'll slowly get back to some sort of normal um and that will be uh, less social distancing less uh lockdowns less interruption to school life and the such like um but i think it's going to take a lot of people a lot of time to want to go back to a, a busy office um so I think I think there'll be homeworking. I think homeworking will continue for, as, for quite some time. I think people who really want to homework have now got a strong case that, you know, hang on, I've been productive whilst at home. Um, and it suits a lot of people. Uh, you know, get up at six in the morning, do a couple of hours before doing the school run, then do some work and then be able to do the school run in the afternoon. That's a nice little work-life balance. Mm. Uh, for us, I think it's maintain our customer base we're 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 picking up some new customers which is good um i think these these projects that will go will be it'll be interesting to see where they go and i think you know anybody who makes really detailed predictions is either extremely confident or a little deluded i don't think it's possible yeah, I think I think I agree. I absolutely agree. I mean, it's, you can't project a lot at the moment. I mean, you can sort of sit and talk about what you'd like <laughs> and where you'd like to go. Oh yeah, but that's all hypothetical at the moment. You know, it's, it's, you can't really say. Um, but I mean, I, I guess I guess with um, with a lot of people, it's about how how much physical interaction you need to get the job done. Right, really, at the end of the day, because um, if you can carry on, a, like you said, we're working at home. If I can carry on doing this over Zoom and you can carry on offering off apps from wherever you guys work. You know, that that's fine. It's all well and good. But when you're running a coffee shop or when you're doing, you know, your face-to-face sales or you've got to be in front of people, or you like, you know, like Beth running Oktoberfest, things like that. When when that's your bread and butter, it's hard to project anything. And I just really hope that, I, I mean, I am optimistic. I like to say I'm optimistic. That's, that's, that's true. That is the absolute truth. I am optimistic, but that doesn't mean I'm right, you know. I think one of the problems is, and you touched on it earlier, to get people to want to go back to, um, I don't know, an Albert shed on a Friday night, <laughs> yeah, to get people to go back, you need a sense of clarity from those up further up the uh, the political tree. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, I'm, not, I'm not even going to touch with a barge pole whether this was right or that was right. But the sense of drift, I think, is difficult for people to cope with. But the sense of not making it up on the back of a fag packet, but the sense that they're, they're being buffeted rather than that's going to be one of the big stumbling blocks to people getting back to normal. Um, because I could, sp- I could speak to three. I could watch a, 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 conf- a press conference with Prime Minister people and then when we talk about at the end you can have four different opinions about what he said four different interpretations of what the rules are um and four different understandings of we're we're coming out of it we're still in the middle of it it's going to get worse and i think to get the 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 festivals in the quarry back up to get the pubs comfortable going back to a pub on friday night where you're cheap to jail with people i think that's that's going to take a, a level of comfort from above. And we don't have it at the moment. Now, maybe we can't have it at the moment. Maybe circumstances don't allow for it at the moment. But um, so I was always told that sometimes it doesn't matter what the decision is. You just need your, the people in charge to sound 
like they know what they're talking about and offer confidence hope offer hope yeah like- you know, yeah. you come like, oh, maybe, maybe, we'll maybe do this, maybe. And if I if I hear one more boxing glove analogy, or one more piffle and whiff, oven, and oven ready, <laughs> it's oven ready, it's oven ready, guys, it's ready to go. Um, but no, um, <laughs> let's let's not uh, let's venture down that one. Um, but um, uh, regrets, right? So, like, I have one of my biggest regrets is um, in. Was it November or December? I was meant to go to uh, MCM Comic Con, and I was going to go speak to. I've forgotten his name. Wow, I've forgotten his name. I was meant to interview the guy who played Spike in Buffy, right? Because he's um, James <laughs> Masters. There you go. Um, and he voices the the uh, the Dresden Files books, which my friend, uh, my co-host Tom Bruno, is a huge fan of. He listens to the books over and over again. So for me to get, and he's a big Buffy fan as well. So for us to get that interview would have been amazing. Now. Um, that weekend, there was a, a, a terrible accident on the railways. Um, I, I think a child was hit by a train. It was terrible. So they cancelled all the trains nationwide. It caused chaos. I don't know if you remember. Um, yeah. uh, and um, I could have just got up at 3 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning, and just driven because it was in London. Um, I could have just driven. I could have driven there. It was possible, but I chose not to because I was too tired. I couldn't go. I cancelled it. Now, when you go back to February and, and, and uh, March, uh, I, the world closed that was my that was my opportunity right that was my that was my my opportunity to get really good experience before the whole world closed and i chose not to do it do you have any regrets is there anything that you wish you would have done different before the world closed um yeah there's a couple of things um there's some mates that i should have seen and uh, because you convince yourself that life gets in the way and you're busy and you're, you're this, that and the other, I haven't. And I know that they've, they've struggled a little bit through lockdown. Mm. And whilst you can chat to them over Zoom, whilst you can chat to them over the phone, sitting there, taking the mickey out of them face-to-face, <laughs> sharing a beer or a cup of tea, doing all the inverted commas bloke stuff yeah. that we do sometimes to to offer support i didn't do um and that's that's niggled me that has because it, it was laziness on my part it was well it was convincing myself that everything else was important and busy and the such like i think it's more we'll do it tomorrow we'll do it tomorrow and then we'll <clears> know tomorrow you're like ah oh, i should have done it yesterday <laughs> yeah the only, the other one that i was going to say was uh, I've been up in Shrewsbury for 28 years, something like that. Uh, and every year, me and my old man have got together and we've got to see a Charlton match. Because um, that's our team. Mm. Um, and we, we either, if, if Charlton are playing Shrewsbury, we'll go and see that. If, if not, we'll go to whatever league Charlton are in. We'll go and find a match and go and do it. And we didn't this year. Um, again, we'll put it off to next month. We'll put it off to next month. We'll do it at Easter. And then uh, my old man fell ill. Uh, he's been ill for most of lockdown. Um, and he's now not in a position where he can no. go to a footy match. Um, so it's that old thing about the last one we went to see was um, in 2019. And if we'd known it was going to be the last one that we'd go to, I probably wouldn't have shuffled him out into the car after the match and and driven home we've probably made a, a an evening of it or weekend Real of it but yeah. yeah but you don't know you don't know these things so i think i think the mo- uh, and the moral of this story is do it today people do it today don't do it tomorrow okay because um not to be sinister you know uh with the current climate there might not be here tomorrow and not in a way that the world's going to end in a way that you know, uh, there are restrictions being put on the world at the moment that keep keep sort of creeping back up onto us. You know, so yeah, just sometimes, uh, as I said, you just give yourself the excuse that I'll do it tomorrow, Maniana. Yeah. Um, nah, go on, grab it. I mean, I, I I could have offered an invite to a vampire to come to my house if if I'd have actually done what I was supposed to. So maybe I don't know. That's a that's a Buffy vampire joke. There you go. No, I got that. Um, <laughs> um, Vince, I think you're 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 great. I, I love hearing positivity through times like this. Uh, I mean, I know that um, some people can look at 
being over positive as being naive, but I don't think it is because what you, you what you are offering is something that's valuable to people. Like the app that you rolled out to the pubs and the churches, don't forget, are something that was a lifeline for, for a lot of people, especially these sleepy pubs that don't quite understand um, technology. You were there to sort of be the the conduit, this sort of, uh, you know, the marrying of these ideas together. And I think that's really important. So I want to say thank you on behalf of Shropshire for doing that, you know. Honestly, honestly, it was a pleasure. Oh, I think I think you're great, and uh, we'll have to we'll have to speak sometime. Maybe when we're making a bit of money, a bit of money about a Shuri biscuit app. That'd be amazing. It's podcasts in your pocket? What? <laughs> Just give me a shout when you want. Yeah, yeah, that'd be really good. Is there anybody? And you I'll were... tell you what. I'll... Go on. Sorry. Sorry. What I was going to say was, when I've got a little bit more flesh on the bones of some of these apps, I'll give you a shout, and maybe we can uh, have an app about that. Yeah, we can do. I mean, hopefully, we can have a pint over it. There you go. Oh, God, that'd be good. <laughs> Is there anybody you'd like to shout out or say thank you to uh, before we get out of here? I'd like to say uh, Aidan and Mike, um, who put up with me, um, because I'm forever coming in with a, right, clear the whiteboard, I've got an idea. And <laughs> God love them, they put up with an awful lot. I see your whiteboard um, now, it's got lots on it. It's, uh, well, that's one, I've got four or five on the go. That's a tortured um, whiteboard, just, that is. That's tortured. <laughs> it's all over the shop. Um, from, a, from a Shrewsbury point of view, um, definitely digital solutions. Nikki uh, and Verity, the work they do is tremendous. But also, I mean, there's a, there's, a, there's a thousand good people in and around Shrewsbury, all plugging away, doing little bits of good. Um, and it makes it... I think the best compliment I can play Shrewsbury is I moved up here 28 odd years ago. Uh, my sister followed me, my younger sister. Then my old sister followed me. Then my brother moved here from St. Lucia um, because they came, they visited, they loved it. Um, and I mean, I wasn't so happy because they followed me, but they, uh, yeah, it's just a fantastic place filled with fantastic people. Oh, I think you're great. I think you're good. Um, if somebody wants to uh, come to you with an idea and they were like, oh, I know just the guy, how do they get in touch with you? Mm-hmm. Um, best way, drop me an email, vince.dovey, D-O-V-E-Y, at shropshireitc.co.uk. I, I, I called you Dovey at the end. I'm really sorry. I do apologize. Now. That's good. All right. You won't <laughs> because be the person all the last. I used to know a friend, so for the same surname, but he used to pronounce it Dovey. It was, uh, I think it's a, I think it's a South London affectation on my family's part. Yeah, um, yeah, fantastic. Uh, look, I think you've been great. I've really enjoyed chatting to you, and I'm, I'm so sorry about what happened with the, uh, the, the podcast last time. This one, not give it a second for. Will be uh, locked and guarded in, in, a, in a secure file, and this will be released on Monday. Um, uh, I would like to, before we get out of here, tell people about our website. I'm always going on about my website. I've got to update it as well. There's about seven podcasts that need to be put on there. But um, check it out. Um, I, uh, it's www.theshrewsburybiscuitpodcast.co.uk. And that is made by our friend uh, Pete White at Web Orchard. Great team there. Um, and, uh, yeah, make sure you check that out. I want to say thank you as well to Chris Goff from CGR uh, Business Solutions. He's helped us become... Uh, CIC, we're a community interest company now. Um, we are putting things together so we can start making a bit of money that will go back into the show, that will give us the tools that we can go, do, use to go out there and uh, be the voice of Shrewsbury, apparently. That's what somebody mentioned. I don't quite like that. That's quite cool. Um, and, yeah, thank you very much. Um, also, as well, there are there are still um, places open throughout Shrewsbury through this, uh, this lockdown, if you need your essential items. I know there are places open in the market hall. The parade as well, you've got the vegan hub and, and, and places that are open there that are essential. Um, I would just like to remind people, just to be decent to each other, you know, and, and stay strong during this lockdown period, because I know it's difficult for most people. But there are people out there trying to help. Um, and make sure you, um, you know, reach out to them. If you need help, ask for it. Don't be so vain, okay? Because we're all here to help. Um, but yeah, uh, Vince, thank you so much for joining me again. Okay. Alex, absolute pleasure, mate. Oh, and congratulations on your award. Oh, thank you very much. I, I, I give it, well deserved. It was. It's, it's, a, it's a really odd thing when people say congratulations for the award because I've never worn anything like that before, and I never know what to say. But thank you. I really well, do appreciate to it. To be honest, mate, I don't think it'll be the last. 
<laughs> oh, bless you, thank you. We can only hope. But I do. Ask, I like to extend that award to the the biscuitiers as well for putting up with my crap, because um, there are times when I'm like, and they're like, oh, that's the. Oh. It's just Alex being Alex, you know. I, I get that a lot as well. <laughs> Alex, you take it easy, mate. You take care. Yeah. Thank you very much, and uh, make sure you check us out next time, guys. Peace out. <laughs>